Shut up and sit down. Go ahead, sir. Hello, welcome back to the 808 Coffee Muscle and Hustle podcast. Me, your host, Mikey Quinn. Tony is here. He's on time. No, Tony is early today. Thank you. I am Thank on you. time. Tony was early. Don't know what the fuck happened. The bed might have broke. There might have been an earthquake in Uri. God knows. Something's definitely <laughs> going on to him. He might be reading a fucking self help book or something. He's the first time, many episodes. 62, something. I don't know. Oh no, it's more than that. 69. I think this is This is the first time Tony's ever been early. No, it's not. It you fucking probably is. It probably you is. Sound like I literally rolled out of the cot and come over here and No, you I don't roll out of the cot. You have to go make coffee, I have to make me eggs, I have to do my porridge. I I I don't ever like what? <laughs> right, that, that's fine. It's because if we're sitting for an hour and I have to listen to you talk shit, I want a good cup of tea or a good cup of coffee because I'd fucking Bad fucking going. Let's <laughs> jump right into Tony. What about the post last night you put up? Oh, uh, the one where people were giving me stick. Was was people giving you stick, or is this a bit of propaganda? No, no, people were, but it wasn't like. Do you know what the problem is? Loads of people took it, like took that post as if like, oh, woe is me. That's not the reason I posted that. The reason I posted that is so that fuck. It's a bit early for a Pepsi Max, isn't that? No, no, it doesn't. I've run out of coffee, man. I'm ashamed to say the man, the man who sells it was what are you just selling your own business? Uh, I did <laughs> uh, I had to sell my own and um, <laughs> uh, it was either that it was either that or I was going to drink a fucking uh, whiskey sour ghost pre-workout so whoever is getting the bag half empty no 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 I'd, I'd, I'd held back a bag myself for my own home machine and I had to send it out yesterday shout out to Ray McLuhan Seekers Nightclub Marvel. Right, uh, and that uh, so practically the reason I posted is I didn't want like loads of people were being like, "Fuck them, you're just right." No, but the actual reason why I posted it wasn't to be like, "Oh, what was me?" It's so that whenever somebody else is doing something and they start to get hate or a wee bit of stick, that they realize that it's completely normal and everybody gets it. Because a lot of people don't really post too much about it; they just completely ignore it. Whereas, as I said before, I sort of fuel on it. But it's one of the things where I think a lot of people don't mentally cope well with it. So it was nice to just put up because I got a lot of people writing me being like yeah I just started posting about fitness or this and people are giving me a wee bit of, a wee bit of guff and oh, I was like it's, well. it's normal as but the stuff I was getting was more so just mine wasn't even guff mine was just clean abuse but it was funny it was it's obviously new it's obviously very very fresh following from that competition that don't know me and don't like me oh people, yeah so because I was clicking on their pages you know to see like did I because the first thing I do is if someone gives me guff is I usually do ignore but if I think the same for me I'm like is he local? Like, will I bump into this boy? Because that's going to be fucking awkward. Like, uh, uh, I no, yeah. and majority of people had zero people in common following, like, just ran, just be trolled. But the, the, oh, was it, was it, oh, right. I thought it was like abuse, like, you know, like the way I would abuse you, but in a playful no. way. But then it was like built up, and then other people looked at it and went, oh, fuck, I'll join this. And then we tones is annoyed. No, 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 no. It was actual people. Slag. It was just people writing me going, you're like, people writing me going, what are you at? You're a fat fuck. And but I was just like, I didn't clearly know that they, they don't know you've been bulking now for fucking two years. So I actually... Sorry, Hillary fucking FaceTime me there in the middle there. Oh, uh, well, I yeah, no, porn they don't realize I'm bulking for two, for two years there, but it's one of them things where it, 
it, it doesn't it doesn't fence me because the thing is I'm I'm not lean. I am pretty fucking chubby, mate. Like I'm on uh, as you said, I've done two weeks of that and <laughs> out of it's gonna be fifty three weeks total or a wee bit more than that that I'll have been bulking straight this time. Whereas usually I'll do a wee six to eight week tidy up sometime of the year, but we didn't not that we didn't need it, we just said we'd push on anyway until I'm completely obese. But yeah, no, that there and then some people just being like like just random comments but it was one of the things where I was sort of like oh I got a good bit of stick here like I didn't just get one or two I got like a good couple handfuls yeah you know what why, why, why would people bother their fucking heads like like a lot of people look at Pete and they go oh look at this coach he's ripped the shit look at this guy he's ripped the shit look at boys like like Rob Lipset who's kind of in shape all year round like Mike Furston who's kind of in shape all year round they look at the boys again I don't change the blast cruise phase Mike, they, all Mike Thurston's yeah exactly Mike don't Thurston's got very big that's what I mean though Mike Thurston is big in person too yeah and yeah he, what's he, the best way to explain this he's lean but he's not shredded so what he does is he is definitely in my eyes he has that much muscle mass yeah it's easy to maintain being lean it's like if I was lean I would be able to stay pretty fucking pretty fucking lean on about 3,000 a day like easy yeah, yeah. So that's easy to sustain. So he's just hit a point where he goes, you know what? That's enough. I'm sick of this bulk and a cut and shit. I just want a bit more lifestyle. And that's what most people will usually hit after a long time period. But people like Rob Lips, like don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong. But he's not quite muscly in person. He takes a good photo, but he's not big. Yeah, yeah no. That's not yeah. me hating on him. That's just me being straight. Well, he's tiny. He's, he's fucking five. He's the same like he's same height as you. He's nearly fucking midget like. He's, five, yeah, he's, he's five, 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 six. Like you and him are fucking. <laughs> You're going to go on an adventure, looking for, ring, card, yeah, looking for a ring, <laughs> Frodo, <laughs> Frodo and Sam, Sam. <laughs> Frodo and hey. Sam. Um, but yeah, but then people don't know if you like some of the real coaches. You know the real fucking big deal coaches. They're not the guys in the super. You know, you know people look at coaches and think a coach has to be ripped all year round. But then if you look at some of like the the bodybuilding coaches. Or like, I don't know if the muscle mentor boys are. I don't know. I haven't seen them boys in a while. But your coach doesn't have to be a fucking Adonis. I think no. It it just helps if he's been in shape. Right, it helps if he's been in shape and he's been down that road. But it's like, even with football coaches, you go, oh well, he's never played at a high standard. Like Mourinho, he played well, kind of played, but never was good enough to like be a fucking winner and people yeah, used to hate on him and fucking I don't know it's a, it's a very weird one but it's, I always find it's very weird for people to hate on fucking anybody online on a picture like someone puts up a picture and then you go oh fuck you're not in good shape hey? why, would, why would you bother even sharing that like not, not sharing the picture sharing the, the comment I bet you about it behind closed doors all you fucking want but why would you bother going to someone going Oh fuck! I thought you were in better shape than that. There, I think deep rooted, it's like a subconscious thing where they want a reaction. It's like that's the exact reason that people like peck on others. Like it's like, do you know, like when you're in your friend group and you sort of there's like a wee bit of a joke between you and somebody slags on these shoes or there's like, it's like, like and see if the person never like it's a prime example. Do you know what's a better one? Whenever you're younger and somebody calls somebody like a new nickname. Oh, if the person if the person gets annoyed, the nickname sticks for fucking ever. Yeah. And if they don't get annoyed, 
it never sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because it doesn't matter. It's the exact same as when somebody slags you. They're locking a reaction. If they get a reaction, that suits because they'll want to dive in. Yeah, they yeah. Want more. You know, and people feel it's just the way you like the fuel off it. So it's like as you'll hear people say, you know, you can only hit up, you can't hit down, and it's stuff like that as well. That is true. People, you'll get people being jealous. You'll get people seeing things that you're doing that they wish they could do. You're also going to get people that won't actually. I think a lot of it is subconsciously they don't actually know why. Like they're not, I'm not being rude. They don't actually realize until, because at that uh, stage, if you're giving people shit, you're probably not very self-aware of your thought process and you're not actually thinking, right, well, why am I actually writing this? Do you know, like what, like deep down, am I insecure? Am I looking at reaction? Am I looking at attention? Do I need some sort of emotional sort of state because fucking nobody else is giving me? It's one of the things where it's so tough to know, but I don't like ranting on about here because I know I've done that loads, but it was one of the ones where I put it up and the fucking... The whole world came to the end. I was like, "Oh, thank you very much." Uh, I, 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 I have your back. Eh? I told you I was the first man and one of the first in, first two. No, when you wrote from the podcast or anything, being like good post or something, and said it was me. That wasn't me. That was you. I don't even have to log into the password of the fucking thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh yes, I uh, seen you did that. Was a bit weird. I don't have the password for the Instagram page. Must otherwise <laughs> it would be doing well, not fucking 150 followers or something. I will fucking post once a week, <laughs> not twice. No, I know. But at least you know what? Um, the listenership's gone up actually. Has it? What are we up from five to six people? I think my man and I might be tuned in now, so we might be at seven. Um, what are we talking about? This confidence we have to follow on from last week because we've set ourselves in a fucking that we oh, didn't. Fuck we... right. I was actually thinking about this recently because we were. I was. Ch- we were actually chatting about this before. Uh, I've been chatting about this before with even clients like and even with Hillary and stuff like that on where does it actually come from when it stems like what would you say like when would you say you went from being like like not overly confident to quite confident in yourself I don't think like walking around acting a man is, I think confidence is, is like being completely what's the word self-acceptance to an extent yeah um, my confidence comes and goes at times Swears. I, I think that's normal I, I, my confidence can take a hit and then I have to kind of realign it no, just kind of like, re- not it's not reassuring yourself. It's kind of just going, what the fuck are you doing? No, nothing's changed here, you know. But I think it's become confidence. The way I always look at it, I I think I I earned my my confidence until I had kind of did a wee bit better, started doing better DJ and started doing better in different things. Then I started get more confidence. So it felt like I I. It's probably not the best way to do it, but I felt like I earned that confidence in myself. But really, I should have had it organically before that. Not sort of way. Um, I don't know if you can though. Like it, it is. It's like a trait that has to be earned. It's like a level up in a video game. <laughs> no, you see, I like I like someone who's got blind confidence. I've do you always think I, they've earned that in some format. Nah, like no, some... I know absolute fucking donkeys that. When you play football with them, and I mean, this is, I don't mean this disrespectful. Well, I kind of do mean this disrespectful. Some of the worst footballers I've ever seen play football, get on for a football team, but they're that full of confidence, right? That they will make a hundred mistakes and they don't give a flying fuck, but they get that one bit of gold and everybody goes, see that there? That's why he's on there because he's got that bit of genius in him. And you're like, it comes down to pure, pure pig ignorant confidence that they don't. They won't give up. They have that confidence in themselves. They'll hit 20 wides, 
20 wides a game but he's good for four points and you're like if that was me if i had fucking five wides in a row the manager would be like get that fucking dickhead off here but this guy they're like oh, aye but he's good for five but he might miss 20 and the confidence he has but he'll never be rattled and i i i admire people like that i admire people there's there is a there there's no there's a fine line between delusion and confidence i think um, oh, absolutely. Like I know, I know a couple of uh, I know a couple of girls uh, from back years ago that went to art college from Oma, and they had these mad ideas. They were going to make a, a huge living from being artists. And I remember chatting to her dad about it one day. Her dad was fucking working the leisure center, and he said that he just doesn't fucking know. He like he knows this four years going to be a waste of time because. Like nobody until you die really you're not going to make a massive living from being an artist unless you're in that one percent and if you put every egg in that basket but she was so she was past the word of confidence and she'd gone into delusion like she had planned it all out she was living in, she was going to be living in, in new york being a being an artist and that was yeah, what she wanted to step yeah, she's went to step twenty before she's taken step one. Aye, and she is back yeah. at home, and I'd like to confirm and doing no art. I, I I don't know. I think I think as well. Like even whenever people do get that like that peg ignorance confidence, you're saying I think it still does stem from somewhere. Like I don't think I don't know if you're ever like there might be the odd person that's just born with it, but I think that's a case of like nature versus nurture. Yeah, I think, well, it could be instilled it, from I, your family. You know, they can still yeah. you to. What is it? Will Smith says, "Feel and feel harder." No, just keep feeling. Feel failure is controlled practice, or practice is controlled failure. So yeah. when it comes down to it, when you feel, you're like, "Well, no, I'll just get better." Instead yeah, because- of going, "Fuck's sake!" Like we know this here, that there happened. Ah, oh, shit, that was bad. Instead of like getting down in the dumps, you're like, mm, "I'll get the next one. I'll get the next one. Fuck it, I'll get the next one." And I think there's, I've always said this in sports, see, you can't, I would rather play against a, a world-class player with no confidence than a middle-of-the-road player with loads of confidence. Especially, like, it's confidence is everything in sports, I think. I think it's everything in majority of things, like, even yeah. in your own job. But I think a lot of it comes from time. Like, you don't be confident as soon as you go into, like, a brand-new job or... A new sport I think it takes time and with time skill comes and when skill comes the confidence comes like I wouldn't have been that confident with my coaching the first year or two but now I'm very and I think same with like if you're constantly single and you're constantly going out and say trying to pull the opposite sex and you get very confident of that you're it's it's not that it's a skill it's a case of you're just more confident because you're doing it all the time so I think the more you do something the more confident you get it's like pushing yourself outside your comfort zone yeah. You just tend, and the more areas of your life you do that the more confident you get in different things now there will be areas everyone falls down in but I do feel like like everything it's repetition and well that's what it was for me and like because certain things like getting picked on when I was younger stuff like, definitely should have broke down my confidence quite a lot whereas yeah. I feel like it, it's done the exact opposite so I think a lot of it is like you are the catalyst and you have to decide what way that you work things do you know what I mean? Yeah do you think <clears throat> Do you think confidence is what's how do I how do I put this? Do you think like if you, would you 
<laughs> it's it's hard to word this that doesn't sound this like, like this your, it's like your 808 coffee that's never coming to me this is never coming to me no what should be with you now it's not with me now and fuck it is check your mail right now because the boy from our ma that I posted at the same time sent me a picture 10 minutes ago see if I go downstairs and it's here after this well, I would like you to do it in the middle of this if you're going to have to prove you're totally wrong because there's a bit of doubt in Thomas right, in you. Back in 30 seconds. I'll keep talking to the guys about confidence. I'll remember what I was trying to say. Um, postman here yet? No. No postman? Just curious. What's the postman and Yuri doing? It's half 10 in the morning. He still hasn't arrived. I don't know what I was talking about confidence, but in the, gi- the gist of it was... Do you think confidence is everything? Oh, you know what I mean, like no, and in, in its essence. What I no for you, for you, you, for you, if you were like, it's hard to explain. Like I don't want to, I don't want to put too much into because then there's this fucking fine line between confidence and arrogance, and I don't yeah, want people go, oh well, no, that's arrogance. But you know, is confidence everything? Is it, or a bit of confidence, or does confidence play like a, a role in everything? But I think if you are truly confident, you can come across as arrogant to somebody that's not. So yeah, it's a fi- it's a fine line, and it's tough to know. Y- you will know yourself what arrogance is. Like I think arrogance is almost like fake confidence, where it's like when somebody's talking about going to the top. Yeah. You do not need to tell me you're going there if you are really going there. Like you're trying to, that's where people are trying to fool themselves into believing that. Yeah. Uh, and that's when you see through that. The one thing I really zoned in on that I like, and I couldn't, couldn't agree more, and anybody that struggles with confidence will know this. Everybody will, that even feels confident, it will come and go, just as Mickey says. There's days oh, yeah. where you wake up and it's, it's almost like it's just gone for the day. Like it's just it's not there, and then there's days where you wake up and it's just fucking flying out of you. So I think it's one of the things where you can get stuttered by something somebody says, and it can take a wee bit to regather yourself. But I think if you are confident, it just takes that wee bit of time. But it's normal. Just because you have one day where you don't feel great does not mean you don't have great confidence. It just means that Joe, you need to work on slow how to regain it quicker. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, that's yeah, key. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. There's days like. Like I, I would like, like for instance, like I might um, as normal. My confidence wouldn't be that high. It would be middle of the road confidence. Then I would build it up and see, like by training, by good diet, by getting in better shape, you do get more confident. That's that's just the way it works. People giving you confidence, you get more confident. You see, like summer two, just when I finished training with you, I was getting all the big gigs in Ibiza. My confidence was through the roof. Like, like there was no scenario I could walk into in a DJ set that I wouldn't be able to own straight away. I I was that confidence, confident. But now, see if I went to do a live stream, because you said the repetitions aren't there, I'd be sitting there going, right, fuck, is this okay? Is that okay? Is this okay? Is this right? Is that angle right? Is this right? Whereas... Mm. As you as you said, like an, an analogy of it, like a, a gym analogy from myself here, the repetitions and the sets, you know, the practice, and it does it does it does really it really does help. Um, but it, and then the, with the arrogance part, like gurus or gurus, fake gurus sell themselves on their their kind of arrogance. They 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 claim expertise and fields 
and sell it off like because they have to tell you they have to tell you how successful they are and they have to tell you this and most of the time when someone's telling you how successful they are they're not successful there's a fine line like between most of the successful most of the most most of the real successful people in the world aren't going to tell you how to be successful because they're too busy being successful I think yeah, like I think definitely there's there's an outlier to that. Like I think there is some of them who have a business and telling you to be successful. Exactly. Um, I think there's there's probably three types of three types of people probably. There's people yeah. who are afraid to talk about money. Yeah. There's people who will talk about money, and then there's people who will brag or try and show off about money. Yeah. And most of the people now, who are bragging and showing off about money, it's a pure lie. Most of the people in the in the second scenario is over exaggerated, and the people who talk loosely not loosely but quietly about it are normally the people that, who are just stating facts i think um, if you if you're i think if you're scared to talk about it i can understand why because it's a bit of a taboo like see whenever i talk about pro- there's 24 very very interested yeah because it's not something that people will talk about oh i'm smashing this and i have this much but they don't actually talk about how they've done it or how you can do it you know they don't give it like when somebody right writes, writes to me and goes you know like how much did you put into the first house and i write back to them like oh around 20. it's not like oh my god i'm big balls i'm oh my no yeah. i saved that money for pilot school and i got in the fire store so i put it in the house it's not that big of a deal that's how much two people would probably sell for a first time mortgage now maybe 15 or so yeah uh, it's not but it's not like oh my god i'm fucking king dick it's not that big of a deal but it's one of the things of whereas if you're afraid to say that and you're like oh well it's it's your job oh, it's different for everybody right we know you have really good confidence in what you're doing and if you turn around and go joe it's one of them things where you just have to put it all in and you're talking shite there's that too sort of whereas i think like if you talk too much about it you can tell it's bullshit if you talk too little you can tell you're not confident it's hard to get that fine line in the middle and like because i go into mentor and i do a wee bit of coaching coaches now it's trying to talk about it a little bit when people ask but not too much that it's like as you say egotistical it's hard to you're actually nervous about that but i think when you're nervous about that you'll never come across as egotistical yeah i, because- I most of the time when i see it to be honest when, especially when it comes from pts See when they start talking about this five figure fucking life, six figure life. I'm gonna be a. I straight away just go. That's a that's a script. Yeah. Because I know it's a script, I can sometimes go right. This guy saying it. I'm gonna go through his fans group to look for a couple of more PTs, and I know this other guy's gonna be saying it because he's in the same script, and I think people are getting smarter as as devaluing what they're saying. But it's not devaluing yeah. what they're earning because most of them are fuck. Like we talked about loosely during the week. There's some fucking PTs and coaches that are absolutely killing it. Um, especially now, like more more than ever, people like as you said, you have a queue to get in with you. Um, people are fucking. They are making that money. It's. It, but then, it, does it come across as arrogant to people that don't understand? <laughs> see, at, see, at the same time, though, see the way there's like so many coaches doing it. I, I honestly believe the fitness industry is a feast or a famine. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's a hundred percent. There is, there's you a lot, there's a lot of coaches mental. walking the gym floor who aren't making a fucking cent. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's one of them things where like I'm in a lot of coaching groups, like a lot of them now, and you'll the main thing you're saying is either people have issues with being too busy or way 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 like struggling to get anybody in the doors and there's just such a big variance like it's so there's nobody in the middle 
Yeah. There's very, very few. You're either too busy or you're too you're you're too slow. And it's not like oh, there's more. There's far more that are too slow than too busy. It's just that case of whenever somebody's very good at something, people are just willing to wait. Uh, I think the confidence thing is interesting in all aspects because like I could be very confident in the gym. Like my most confident place is obviously home in the gym. But if you put me into like a large group setting, put sometimes I wouldn't squat. be. Do you know what I mean? Squat legs. Put you in the hack squat machine. <laughs> I fucking hate the hack squat. It racks my back. Does it? Mate, I'm not joking. I'm like me and Joe, me and Joe, my coach, have had this conversation. I am literally not built. I don't know. It sounds odd. Like I'm, I can do the movements, but see anything where you should be built as for a powerlifting. Bingo. Yes, oh. exactly. But my actual flexion at hips is diabolical. Like it just, it's so so shite. Like yeah. So if I do any squat, like I am, it's so strange because if you give me a camera bar squat, I could do three plates. Of, I use, I would do three plates and a half plate aside. So what is that? Like 150, like I could do 150 for 10 easy, but you give me a hack squat with 40 aside and my back will just. Is a hack squat not meant to be help for your back? Like safer yes, for your back? Exactly. That's why is, I like the hack squat. <laughs> The hack squat makes perfect sense. Even on a leg press, me, see sometimes my back will, and my form, see no matter who I send it to, bang on. But it's a case of, even if I go super light, sometimes my back will kick in. And it's actually mm. due to the fact that if I want proper range to work my quads, I don't have the actual hip flexion. So uh, I have to, and it sounds odd because you think in a camera bar squat, well, you're doing the exact same movement. Yeah. But whatever way it works, I don't get it. So that's one of the reasons why that sense is very, very important. But there's some things where like, you talk to people and you'll go around different coaches and people will just be like fuck me you know just do what doesn't hurt you then because that doesn't make sense and it's one of the things where it, it, that's why i never turn around people and i go you know you have to do this so you have uh, to do that yeah like some people will just do a, a, a squat and grow like fuck even yeah. though out of like leg if you want to make movements to grow your quads and like a squat mechanic like you're probably talking pendulums best hack second leg press is probably third and yeah. then you would go on towards like a squat variation. Like it would probably be the very last compound for like li- like a quad very you would include. Yeah. What about yet- the what about this? I noticed a wee machine in the gym. Nobody's used it yet. So I think it must be a fucking killer one. Alfreds. <laughs> no, it's uh, I have to queue up for that for that program you give me. Um there's it's like a squat machine, but it's it's freestanding on the ground and you kinda hook your feet into it and you go down. Oh yes, is yes, it like yes, a yes. like a sumo squat? Not a sumo squat one, like a it's like, it's goblet like a, squat one. Like, yeah, like it's uh, the weight. Where's the weight loaded on the front of the? There's back no, there's no weight. There's no weight on it. It's like pads with your feet underneath it. Oh, interesting. And and then a pad behind with the back of your calves, and then you're squatting down, but your feet are really narrow. Oh, it's a sissy squat. Aye. Uh, it's just a wee tiny thing. Like it's only to yeah. the height of your knee. Yeah, that's a sissy squat. So. People never use that because they always do it fucking wrong. Because people always lean forward when they squat down. That you're supposed to lean as far back as you can go. You I, that's why the that's why the pads are there to save you. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. But everybody squats down and then leans forward. You know, like you would in a squat. Yeah, yeah. But you're not supposed to. You're actually supposed to lean fully back, so your weight goes onto your quads. Uh, but mate, that's such a nice wee movement as long as your knees can take it. I only, only, I only see the only people I see doing it is a couple of CrossFit people and the fucking the gravy he's dripping off them like it's fucking not enough, not enough, not for the wee man. My knees can't be taking that. And here's another thing for you. I noticed glute what? strength. What do you mean? I do, I do, my glute strength does not exist. So what do you want me to sort that? How, how do I sort that? 
This is no joke. I was on that glute machine, you know, the fancy one with the wee belt and all. <laughs> right? Yeah, a glute drive machine, like a hip thrust, but you actually have to set up the bar. Aye. 40 kilo. Struggling. Struggling. Well, that's, that's all right, though. You need to remember, like, it depends if you want. Like, so females will love this, so we'll dive into this because we've probably got one female follower. Uh, glutes growing them is like any other muscle group, right? You need to think about how do you train train them for a full range. And I don't mean doing full fucking reps. I mean, how do you fully shorten the muscle and how do you fully stretch the muscle? So for glutes to fully shorten, you need to do some sort of thrust motion. So a, a, a hip thrust or a, a glute drive machine. Yeah. So one of the other, it has to be included. Now, as a workout goes on, you will struggle to fully shorten a muscle. Prime example is that it's much easier to fully shorten a, a muscle at the start because it takes a lot of effort. So although you wouldn't do this on like, chest flies and stuff you would do this with a dumbbell row before a pullover that's the reason you do them then yeah. that's why the reason why their movements are usually programmed in that order because you shorten the muscle before you fully lengthen it on most chest is different there'll be different programming but you'll notice that with back you'll notice that not on legs not in chest you'll just notice different variations of where people need to grow better now it's one reason now with glutes you want to probably shorten first on one day Frequency, volume, and intensity is key as well. But say, for example, we do some sort of thrust variation. The next one we want to think about, right, we need a lengthen variation. And there's only going to be, that's whenever you're in hip flexion and knee flexion. So in other words, when you're in some sort of fucking squat at the bottom. So a yeah. split squat. Bulgarian squat, split squat. Bulgarian reverse, split squat. Reverse Smith. lunge. Yeah, yeah, perfect. I would pray, if you're going to load the fuckers, I love a Smith machine split squat because you can feel. Yeah very very tough to load a barbell with 50 60 kilos and then go balls to the wall because you can't get back up a squat a like a high legged leg press you know where you're you're, you're working actual glute aye oh like, yeah is, yeah 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 so that's a split squat or squat there boom see they've seen you done them two movements and you overloaded the fuck out of them you will grow glutes because that's too covered the only other thing you may want to do is abduction to work a different part of the glute aye the head because the head plays a role in it doesn't it exactly yeah your your glutes are meant for hip extension flexion it's been a while since i've done anatomy flexion extension so flexion is joe whenever you go to sit down extension would be humping best way to explain it uh and then abduction and then rotation yeah there are your four main things now you'll not have a rotation machine in the gym it's very awkward to set up you would do it with cables it's not worth it for the bang for the buck for 90 percent of people so abduction will cover you and that is honestly let's say if you loaded them three movements and you got strong over you know, 6 to 25 rep range, Yeah, you will grow glutes. Now, depending on how fast, how much volume you want, how strong, you will maybe add in different variations. But if you hit, and then you can maybe do, you know, one day hip thrust machine, split squats, and abductor, and then on the second day, throw it in. You know, it doesn't even have to be a full leg workout. You know, it could be three. The next day, do the lengthen first. So maybe do a barbell squat or a high-legged leg press. Do a glute drive machine or a hip thrust. You can even yeah. do body weight if you needed, single leg. And then you would finish with maybe abduction or an, an isolation. And literally, if you've done three sets of each, two sets, you would grow. So, Mickey, like, honestly, add that in leg day or throw it in at the end of a, end of a different day. Do you know, there's people are this real thing. Like, when you hit legs, it has to be hit. Like, yeah. I've done, like, my, like, I do biceps and quads on one of my days. So, you know, it's not a yeah. case of, there's there's so many ways to skin a cat. Uh, I, I, know I, think, I, think it, I think it's a, a going to be a pro, it's causing issues in my posture. I've only realized. Yeah, like weak glutes, weak back. I think a lot of, and I'm not being cheeky, I think a lot of people just go, it's because it's I don't work glutes, they're immediately weak. 
it just really depends. Like I think it's when muscle groups are too tight because they're worked in order you're not, you tighten up. But I also think it's just as you get older, so you start to get more and more niggles because your body's not meant to be fucking lifting that much weight. Well, the I I never work glutes really. Every glute exercise that I locked up to program, I'm like, oh, I fucking hate doing them. There's a reason I don't do them. <laughs> and I didn't realize the reason was because my glutes are that shite. And they're fucking... Then I was looking at the, you know, what... The effects of having weak glutes. And out of the five or six effects, I suffer from every one of them. Well, 99% of them. So yeah, I'm like, well then, so I'm like right, I need, a, I need a fucking... Because that 40, like, I was like, I'll start with 40 in this, uh, in this machine and then I'll work my way up. And then I put on the 40 and I was like, fucking hell. I got, I got four sets of eight, just about. Like, just yeah. about. And then there's a girl over the corner now, she does work glutes, banging up fucking 150. And you're like, nah, come on now. Yeah, but you, you do see something like that. Like, like females... Well, females will, always, will, will, will mostly always do better not their exercise. Um, yeah, but it's just a case of because they do it more often. Like if, yeah. if males done it, they would do they would do heavy. It's just priority. Like an, it, it depends on what you need to grow. So I, like, I need I, to do a booty program. Is that what you're saying? It's yeah. It seems like it. Bums and gu- bums and guns. <laughs> Sculpted vegans got a bums and guns guns challenge. I <laughs> might do it. No, you're gonna need the wee. I'll come in Insta video, and <laughs> we can do your from the back. Did you see the video of my ma doing it with the the glute band the other day? No. I put up a video of her doing squats with the glute band. Oh yes, no, I did the Avonmore. The followers, the Avonmore. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was Dale Farm actually. Sorry, sorry. Shout out to Avonmore. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Dale Farm lobby sent me anything else now. Fuck's sake! You don't even drink. Let go, you fuck. So go back, go back to confidence. Trailer. I know I don't have confidence in the the glute machine, um, but. The more you go, that's another thing I noticed. The more I would go to the gym, the more my confidence would uh, would lift. That's probably an, an, an endorphins thing, is it? I think it's because you're working on it. Like if you're yeah. going to the gym, you're working on your you're physical appearance. Don't yeah. give a fuck. Don't give a fuck what anybody says. Physical appearance will matter oh, yeah. in the confidence. Like, like if you put on a good pair of clothes, like I'm not saying a shirt because a dress. If you if you're Mickey, you know <laughs> high heels. If you're Mickey, but one of the nice things you put on a good outfit. You immediately feel better if confidence grows, and I think if you're working on it, like with like the gym, or you're even meditating, or you're journaling, I think because you get to know yourself better, you know you're putting in a shift. Then yeah. slowly you're like, well, fuck me, I'm working on it, and it does come subconsciously. So I think if you're trying to get it, that's half the battle. Whereas I think some people overanalyze it and just think I haven't got confidence, and then they just almost deep root that you know some people just go oh i wish i was as confident as you or yeah i wish i wish i was more i think it's because they've almost deep rooted that that's just who they are they're not confident that's it and it's it's in their not dna but they've almost tricked themselves into believing that now because you can change oh yeah yeah you're fucking sure but then as you said expertise grows confidence uh, repetitions practice grows confidence you know some people can be confident and fucking numbers but aren't confident in say dating yeah but there's no the guy, reason why there's no reason why that can't you know transfer and can't transcend um, and and confidence all oh, like it doesn't matter what anybody says people's confidence take a knock like it fucking takes a knock like even there what we were talking about at the start of the show the the picture people giving you shit like if you weren't so strong 
and you're you no, know, and you know the journey, and they just don't understand the journey. Like to be some people would, would take a real knock with that sort of comments, whereas yes. you're like these are just uneducated people, and you used to do it. You go, they're clearly haven't been following me for long. No, so they yeah. don't know that you've literally been telling them I'm turning into a fucking big cunt here. No, I'm eating <laughs> fucking five thousand calories a day. This is killing me. It's not as if they're going off oh, fucking Tony mustn't be training, hey? He must be eating shit. If anything, you're eating cleaner more. And and asked to do less. Like they're he's he's literally telling you, don't here, lad, you're moving too much. Cut down the fucking moving. Cut down No, anybody that knows the was it the start of lockdown, you were in the fucking spin bike every night? Was that yeah. the start of lockdown now? So like that's your last, start cut. last lockdown. I that's your that's your last cut. Well, it wasn't even a cut, it was a wee tidy up. But like you you knew, you were like, these people just don't know. But it's like when people uh share wins. You know you share wins online and they, you know that's that's a wee confidence booster. It's like when people do progress update picks, they know they're in good shape for the progress update picks, but they might need a wee pick me up. In the back of their head, they're like, I'm going to stick this up, get a wee confident booster. And they put it up and people are like, fuck, you're smashing. And they're like, the next six weeks, you are going to kill it. Like, they yeah. are strategically posted. Like, they are, like, you might know you've done it for that reason, but, and there's yeah. no better reason to do it than you go, right, I've worked hard this last 12 weeks. I have four weeks to go. I'm going to show people what I've done. And then they're going to drive me for these last four of the grind, like the, the fucking boiling point. And I think, you know, get your confidence from wherever you can get it. You know, get it. Even if you have to get your confidence fueling it from fucking negativity. Yeah, know. like, that, that for me is is where, like, I always just think adversity grows people. Like, whenever I was picked on or whenever I get a wee bit of stick, I always just get more, like, right, I need to, to dive in this more. Whereas I know other people wouldn't feel like that. They would feel worse. So it's just knowing what works for you, you know? Yeah. Like being smart about it. I think confidence is such a tricky one because the way me and you've gained it, like I'm not saying by any means we're fucking caught, but it's one of the things of, it's one of the things that everybody will develop it slightly differently and it's hard to know who really has it and who is show. And I think that's the tricky thing. Well, listen to our first podcast again. <laughs> and yeah, listen, you go, no, listen to now and then go, these fucking, these aren't the same people. Like, no, these these two boys were like, hello and uh Welcome along to the um the, the Muscle and the Hustle podcast. Uh, it's uh, M- Mickey and Tony, and uh, we're going to talk about um uh, fitness. Tony, how's it going? <laughs> you know, I know it, there was, and then you think of it now as you said, repetitions, practice, and now fucking we have to keep an eye on the timer because we slabber too much. Um, we still, you know, when uh, they say a thousand, is it a thousand hours? Is that what they say? It's supposed to be supposed to be ten thousand hours to become a master or something. I think a thousand hour makes you you good. I'm not too sure. That's that that kind of is a nice segue onto the next thing. Another question we've asked: views on crypto. Oh my god! Here's my uh, view on crypto. If you're talking about it on fucking social media, you're definitely lying a wee bit, and you're not an expert. There's no such thing as an expert in crypto. It's like being an expert in COVID. They don't understand it enough to be a full expert because it's too volatile. 
Yeah, do you know what? Like, I've had a, a client sign up. I'm not saying fully. Very, very recently. And I was just talking to him in person, and he was saying, you know, he does crap. We were just having a crack. And he just was somehow rolled into stocks. And then he was talking about how he does crypto. And he wasn't like, I go to my car to get on. He just goes, it's one of them things, mate, where I would love to do it full time, but it's just, it is very, and the exact word he used was volatile. Oh, and it's volatile as fuck. Like, and I goes like, do you make good money? And he goes like, yeah, I probably make enough to leave, to like leave my job, but I'm not, I'm not ready for that risk yet. Like he, he's not going, this is how you do it. Cause I think a lot of them people are trying to teach people and then try and make money out of teaching people. So they're making a business out of it. Yeah, see, that's 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 the thing where there's that many people now teaching people about crypto, where they're teaching people what they've read online, what they know. Like Elon Musk can send out a tweet this morning and crash fucking Bitcoin again, right? That's how volatile that is. One man can say something stupid and crash a fucking coin. I got into crypto in 2015. Because another guy told me, no, when I say get in that £250, no, $250 it was. That's yeah, what... £200 in three years, or four, five, four years ago, maybe. And what, the way I worked was I put it in, made a bit of profit, took the profit out, kept the 250 did that for ages, then went on to the next one and did, put in more money and did the same. Kept taking out the profit, kept the, the, the thing put in, right? And there's boys now, like I, I see boys like the last six, seven months slobbering about crypto, slobbering about crypto, saying they're up to X amount of pounds on crypto, on Bitcoin even, in general. When Bitcoin crashed there last week, I said to one of the guys, how much money did you lose? Oh, I didn't lose anything. Like, how the fuck did you not lose anything? He goes, I, I still got my Bitcoin. I'm like, but you said you'd made like, you were, you were up like fucking 15 grand six months ago. That money's went down. How much did you lose? And he couldn't tell me. And I'm like, oh, you don't actually do this. But you're the same boy that's on fucking every day telling people, buy the Dodge coin, buy fucking, <laughs> buy this shit, buy that shit. And people are listening to this guy. But yet he wasn't, I don't know if he didn't, if he had a brain fart or... I don't know why he's saying he didn't lose money. He definitely didn't cash out because he's always like hodl, hodl, hodl. Well, that means hold. Um, but I think, man, fuck, I bet you there's fucking guys listening to you and put money into shit. And you, you're you you're pretty much just lying and pretending because people, he, he's the sort of person who, he's, he's a pretty well, he's not a well-known DJ. He's well-known in small circles, but he's respected because he's, he's he runs a good few events or did um, and he seems to be fucking well liked, but he he's, he pretends to be an expert in something, and it's it's got to a point where every time I read this thing, I'm like, you're that's very dangerous. Like, that's very dangerous. People are taking your word for you've talked about that long. You're the guy. Say yeah, if something happens in crypto, they're going here, mate. What do you think of this? And he's like, oh yeah, we well, need to do this. You need to do that. You need to hold. You need to sell. You need to buy this. And you're like, uh, you didn't. Oops. You're you just told me you didn't lose anything in Bitcoin when it fucking crashed through the floor. You See what I would say though is, I suppose in a way, I know it's maybe not ideal because he's not involved. But sometimes you can look at things better objectively when you're not involved because he's not emotional because he's no money tied in. But at the same time, I honestly just believe with crypto. That see when there's so much hype around something, yeah, that it's too good to be true. Now maybe I'm completely wrong. It is too good being, to be true now at this point. 
if you got in years yeah. ago, like yeah. years ago, right at the start, yes. But I think if you look at like the way things go, there there is a chance to make money, and like, don't get me wrong, but it's not passive. Like you have to watch it. There's time. There's effort. It's like anything. Whereas normal stocks and shares, when I go, yes, there's way, way, way lower of a return, yeah. but there's way fucking lower of a risk. Joe, you know? I think yeah. Bridgewater, Bridgewater Executive, uh, like investment company, it's like the biggest in America. They're the very first to use algorithms. I was watching stuff by them and reading a book on theirs. It's it's a big book, though bad. It's fucking too heavy. I struggle to finish. And they were saying if you put uh, any money in the stock market from 1977, I think it was, and as long as you didn't pull it out at the wrong time and by the wrong time they like putting brackets joe during or one year after any crash like joe yeah the 2008 crash show the times that people were pulling out their money because they were shitting themselves because they invested everything so as long as you didn't pull it and you took out you put money in 1977 and took it out today and i think this was in like 2013 or 14 you would have made an average three to three to eight percent on any real decent like any stock that didn't go bankrupt yeah. Joe, we're talking about companies that didn't go bust. Obviously, the fucker went bust, but they were like, it's very, very rare. They were like, majority, like large majority of money earned three to eight percent. Now that is not a whole lot of money. Yeah, but the thing is, it is money. It's it's compounding. It's interest, Joe. That's yeah. how pensions. That's what pensions are. They're just stocks yeah. that are making good money. Now, majority of people will make a lot more than three to eight percent. But we're talking here, anybody that just puts it in a safe. Uh, I, I don't know, like crypto, if you know it, yes. And if you know it inside out, you know what you're at 100%. But I think, like, I got drawn into it before. And I remember about three years ago, I put £200 in Ethereum. It was, like, the second favorite to yeah, Bitcoin at one yeah, stage. Yeah, it was, yeah. And I took it out two years later. Yeah. After watching it, probably once a week, and I made £2.50. Yeah. Yeah, and it, maybe maybe I would have made more if I had to like give him more time or if I pulled out the right thing. But I'm not joking. Anytime I watched it, it just did not seem to go like above twenty percent up or below. It just yeah. seemed to fucking. Maybe that's because there's not enough hype. But see, that's Bitcoin's the thing. More volatile, obviously. But all right. Well, that's that's uh, that's the thing. Banks. It's got the point now where. I'm just checking one of the prices of my thing there just to see where it's at because I never check prices. Um, banks now are starting to get really annoyed at cryptocurrency. Like there's one of the, there's one of the coins I had right. This is no joke. The last time I checked it, it was forty dollars, and now it's twenty three point three two dollars. Um, and I'm not even annoyed. Um, but the banks are going to start cracking down on them now because they're starting to like edge into their game you know people are using using them as as a currency at checkouts there's coffee shops in belfast using bitcoin for fuck's sake didn't know oh yeah a Bowden coffee uses bitcoin if you want you know you can pay three bitcoin which is smart i think um but then the other point of the matter is right if the banks want to fucking ban bitcoin it can because what Bitcoin is a lot used for is organized crime. And you have to remember that. Bitcoin is used to... In, instead of them having a room full of fucking £100, $100 bills, they have hard drives for Bitcoin on them. And that is how they transfer their money. That is how they do shit. When anything is used in that sort of respect, it can be taken away from you very fast. And a lot of innocent people will lose money. That's why you have to be very careful. The only one that I, well, I had Bitcoin at the start and I sold it. Long story short. Um, and then I have the ones I used and kept are 
are you, I kept Ripple. And the only reason I kept Ripple is because Ashen Kutcher's involved in it. And I think he's a great human being. <laughs> <laughs> and he was on Ellen's show. And he transferred money to her charity. A couple of million to her charity live in the show using Ripple. And I went straight on and bought some while the show was on. Because I was like, this is going to put the... Because Ellen was the biggest fucking TV show in the world. This is going to put this show through the fucking roof. I'm buying some of this coin. I bought some. It's still there. It's doing okay. And I have another coin called Polkadot. The one I just said that's dropped a load of money. But when people ask me anything to do with it, I'm not an expert. and I do not know anything. No, it's not, no. It's not for me either. It's but not. The, the way I look at it is there isn't any experts because there's two vault. Like the smallest, stupidest fucking thing can happen and everything can drop thousands of pounds and you're like How, what, what the fuck's that got to do and you're like I, the guy from the financial news in Hong Kong fucking tweeted some fucking shite and now everybody shit themselves no it just goes to show like even there it's so vo- remember when they done that GameStop fucking thing yeah it was but that's stock market too, I know like- but that just shows you like like the amount of people that lost money on that because when the banks seen that happening and the big business seen that happening, they went, oh, fuck. Let's fuck these guys up now. And some boys get in and out really quickly. And that's why I think crypto should probably work. Get in, get out, get your profit, get your profit out. But some boys fucking... Uh, some boys really lo- lost a fucking... Low and sell high. It's not like a yeah. long... I don't know where it is, a long game or not. Maybe it is because if you bought Bitcoin way at the start, but it's hard to know now. Like... Crypto is not my thing now. You would need to get somebody in, but then a lot of people who love, like, are involved, love it. They don't. They're not object. They're not that it's not, not objective. It's people same, not in it don't like it, and people in it love it. So I was like, I was explained it by a guy who's massive in stocks and shares. Like, literally, is a fucking apartment in Belfast city centre, just full of computers, run the stocks and shares company, and he said the crypto is like a consp- like conspiracy theories. You're either all in or you're not in, and if you're not a believer. You're a fucking. They they'll hate you. you no, know, yeah, you're like so it's a bit of both, fuck yeah. the bank, fuck the bank, fuck the fuck the government, fuck this. He's like, it's literally you're a conspiracy theorist, and normally you're a crypto expert. He goes, it's the same thing, and I was like, fuck, maybe you're right. Was I like about a conspiracy? <laughs> oh, you fuck me! It'll shoot you down to the ground. But right, we're away here. I'm way to drink some of your way of coffee. Tony's fucking making hand gestures, and guys, keep uh, rating and reviewing the podcast. Keep buying the coffee. Don't don't. Don't be the, comment under Tony's pictures anymore, giving him shade. I'll call the it off. I'll the call. Aye, uh, who said that? Dylan. Dylan McCabe. Dylan McCabe. <laughs> the Nordoff. He didn't know what Nordoff is too. <laughs> the Buckfast. The Buckfast. The coffee. Yeah, well, that was an honest review. Said he could taste hints of chocolate, hints of hazelnut, and hints of Nordoff or Glens, but I think it was Nordoff. Aye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're not liking that. No, right? no, I was really chatting about it. He says it's fucking excellent. So there you go. Ah, uh, well, that's not what I heard. But anyway, on that point, anyway, and I would like as soon as your coffee arrives today, if your postman arrives, your coffee arrives, right? Yeah, I will have a cup. I'd like an apology. No, I don't want to fuck fuck the cup. You can throw it out in the bin. Apology, go fuck yourself. That's two podcasts screen. in a row you've been slabbering to me. And it's been about, it was supposed to be here before the last one. I held actually, it off. I held it off on purpose because I wanted Conliff to get a bag. I wanted Conliff to get a bag before you. It's all it part of the, the psychological mind games, don't I? 
it was under his car seat and he forgot about it. That's exactly what happened. And he's letting on here. That's the sort of business ship he's running here. Oh, Tony, fuck man. I, I totally forgot here. I found it underneath my car seat beside my monster munch. Monster munch. <laughs> I'm going to send you fucking tins of beans every day next week. Oh, fuck off. Right. No. Good luck. Bye bye.